0: All right. You ready? I'm ready. Three, two. I had to do the traditional three, two, one. So all right. Two, one. Oh my God, folks. I cannot believe it. We are here in Las Vegas for AWS reInvent 2022. Yes, I am staying 2022 the entire time because you never know when you're actually going to watch this podcast. And I haven't planned a podcast uh, to do any more this year, but I've got a special one that I'm working on because I can't say this has been improv. This has been a planning session, but it's going to be a surprise one that we wanted to do. Joining me in the studio is Anna Green, head of SMB for Asia Pacific Japan for AWS Web Services or Amazon Web Services. Anna, thank you so much for joining me and in person.
1: John, I am so excited to be here. I am so excited to be at reInvent and it is an absolutely brilliant that my very first engagement here is talking to you in person after I think, what is it? Almost two years of connecting with you on, on uh, voicemail, on, on chat and, and actually being able to see you in person. It's just such a pleasure and it's just a pleasure working with you, John, you're a lovely guy and I love talking to you about cloud and I love talking to you about AWS. So it's great to do it in person.
0: So Anna, we actually planned to do something uh, back in I think it was June, June or July. was actually going to come out. You were in Seattle. That didn't work out. You've been on my podcast a number of times. I think it's about three. You are a reoccurring guest. So I hope you don't mind that I you know say that you know, eventually you're going to be on again, and hopefully in person again because I think this is going to be pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I mean, and as I said to you, like I think. As as we're here at reInvent, we're starting to see more events like this happening again. It's so exciting, the conversation that's still going on and just growing around what's going on with cloud and and in particular, the innovations we're seeing with AWS and our services. So I'm super excited to be here. And as I, as I said, I will enjoy uh, doing this today, but more importantly, continuing the conversation for the future.
0: So, yeah, we are at reInvent. It is uh, day one. And in traditional sense of Amazon style, you know, sessions have kicked and are underway. Keynotes are happening the rest of the week from Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. But we are actually doing a podcast all week and bringing in guests and people to kind of give us their perspective on what's happening at reInvent. And uh, you're no exception to that because you're gonna give us your perspective on reInvent and how excited you are to be here, any sessions and stuff that you're doing. And then I've got some questions specifically for you that I'd like to ask. In true Amazon style, we're gonna kick things off with those shortly, but first let's talk about reInvent. What are you looking to get out of this?
1: For me, you know, the, the customer segment that I'm building across APJ and, and it's a worldwide customer segment as well is small and medium business. Now, what does that mean? Uh, for us, that means all of those businesses out there who are building and growing, and it's the ones who are, you know, they're not an enterprise level engagement. So the technology discussion that you're having with them is naturally going to be happening, not necessarily with, you know, massive CTO type engagements with thousands of technology executives. It's going to be with, you know, what I like to think of as the, I guess, the grassroots of what's happening in technology, all those people out there who are trying to figure out how to use cloud technology to help their businesses to grow, to save money, Um, all of those really essential things that we're seeing businesses every day, large and small, trying to face into in what is, you know, a really changing macroeconomic landscape. So I'm here to represent all of those businesses out there who are trying to get their heads around what comes next for us in our cloud journey.
0: So SMBs have been really your f- sole focus around, and we've had a lot of conversations in our previous podcast about all the things that some of your SMBs are doing throughout the you know their community, throughout the engagements, and then what AWS is doing with them. And it's more of a collaboration, and you know the customer obsession that's happening on both sides of the story. I like it that you're here for those who are you know the grassroots is pretty good because. It really defines how everything gets started. From SMBs, everything starts out small. Nobody jumps into being a large enterprise company. Yeah. they start out small and they grow from there. And you helping them, you're you're taking them through the journey and you're growing with them.
1: It's absolutely. And again, you know, there are so many personas in in SMB, which is why it's such an exciting part of our business because we find. Um, Within that SMB cohort, we've got customers who are, you know, going onto the AWS console and spinning up a server for the first time. Those are our kind of digitally native interested businesses. Then we've got traditional legacy businesses who who are, they have all of their stack on-premises. They've maybe only got one IT guy in their team. They do a lot of stuff through partners. How are they thinking about using cloud technology? What are they doing? How can we help them with their service proposition? You know, because cloud is really about, the democratization of IT services. It's not just for large enterprises, it's for everyone. So for me, you know, the value of this conversation, the value of reInvent is meeting those people out there who really are interested in how do I use cloud to to help me as a business? How do I use cloud to help me save money? Um, And these are the things that we'll talk about later, but the things that keep happening, keep coming up for businesses, save money. I need to upskill my my teams. How am I thinking about managing risk for the future? All these things that are just basic, you know, issues that all businesses have to tackle every day. These are the ways that cloud technology can and should be helping businesses grow.
0: So cloud is not unobtainable. You know, if you think about some of the large enterprises, uh, some of the name brands that were virtualized, it was, you know, small businesses can afford the licensing or the hardware and the stuff. Cloud has unlocked a limited uh, unlimited amount of potential for these small businesses to grow. And a and I'm just going to say I, I want to say, you know, from Amazon's culture of spitting out a number, but I don't have an exact number. So I'm going to say that like 50%, they are growing so fast that it used to take years for them to get up to enterprise level and which are now taking months for them to actually be able to save their costs. Get innovated, utilizing advanced services that were once unreachable by small businesses.
1: That's absolutely the you know the basis on which AWS has built its infrastructure. It's it's so it's available to everyone, and what it means is because you know things like pro- security is our priority. What what businesses can benefit from moving from moving to AWS cloud is that they will get the same level of native security using AWS cloud services as military organizations, as banks that are regulated, as all of those really large organizations that require the most, that the highest level of security within their infrastructure. That level of security is av- available to everyone, anyone who builds um, on the AWS platform. And that's why it is such a compelling and interesting conversation for businesses to be having, especially now as we're seeing, you know, material changes in the environment around security and around information technology and the way that it's being dealt with across governments, across industry. These are things that are coming, are starting to become very um uh, pivotal conversation points for any business, any business, not just a large bank, not just a an, an insurance broker who might store a whole bunch of data. It's actually relevant for anyone who's got customer data. So you want to have the best security and it, it is what can be enabled using an AWS platform. It just is. That's why we've built it.
0: I love it. So I'm going to jump into a couple of the questions. I put together some questions specifically for you to make the most of your time and to stay on the point. All right, so let me ask you one of the first questions. In our past conversations for small businesses, we discussed technology as a great equalizer for small business, and we're talking about that right now and how small businesses can now actually run side-by-side with enterprises, in particular, the role of cloud, right? Can we start off this conversation with some more of those big shifts in technology adoption that you've seen from small businesses and including in the past two years during the pandemic?
1: Yeah, look, I think the first and most important point is that SMBs have been hit much harder in a lot of instances than enterprises. Um because COVID is is immediate, it had an immediate impact on their bottom line. Um they didn't necessarily have a whole bunch of staff and resources that they could could call on during those really challenging times. So it had a real impact on businesses and what we found was that businesses that started leaning into a conversation about modernising their technology stack were the ones that were coming out in in a much better situation from a business perspective, and what we've heard and seen is that um we that 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 COVID was seen as a challenging time for SMBs, but that they are now looking to growth for the future, so they're seeing the upside of what's happened during COVID for them, um and. I wanted to go in depth a little bit more today about how we're seeing different SMBs sort of benefit from what's happened during COVID. Um, We've talked a bit about uh, the pivot into or what we've seen COVID in terms of changing uh, and accelerating digitization for businesses. We've definitely seen that. And I've got a couple of really cool examples from the region in which I work, which is the Asia-Pacific region, of how we're seeing businesses really See the upside of technology uh, during this during this period of COVID, but now for the future. So we've got one really cool example in Singapore, which is Gevme, which is um, a, a platform that has worked swiftly to develop a virtualization of events. So they they created events. For customers and over Covid, they had to change their business model. And what they were able to do was develop in six months a platform that actually generated personalized recommendations every fifteen minutes. And they were able to um, completely change the way in which they engaged their customer base. And as a result, uh, recently we were able to create events, in- including the Singapore Fintech Festival, bringing together about sixty thousand people. So, personalization of messaging its one of the things that we're seeing that has come out of COVID with businesses, businesses using that as a tool to go to market. Um, then we've got another really cool uh, platform from Thailand, uh, Future Ready. So they are an insurance broker, an online insurance broker that allows individuals and businesses to compare about 500 different insurance policies and processes um, before they purchase them. And what they did was move to AWS in 2019. What they found was that they were able to gain uptime, 99% uh, increase in uptime, and they, which allowed them to close their deals 50% faster um, and reduce their costs. So as we were talking, really for, for businesses, it's about reduction in costs, right? 35% reduction in costs for them. By thinking differently about using uh, aws as a cloud platform so really interesting uses of technology there and then finally we've got a really great customer in australia called la visa um, and they're a consumer jewelry chain they run a whole bunch of of e-commerce platforms as well as having retail stores Um, and they were really challenged around how they were going to build out their global reach Um, and by using aws as a platform not only were they able to actually, and and indeed working with one of our partners, Fitzroy IT, so another really big thing about working with AWS is partners, they worked with a really great partner to com- completely really think a brief uh, Rethink about the way in which their architecture works so that they did a multi-phased plan to migrate 30 of their servers across in 22 countries to AWS. Now, that had meant that they were able to um, increase their data processing time by 65%, which for any e-commerce platform is material. So we're seeing these three business cases or business use cases are pretty good examples of how businesses have used what's happened during COVID to really think differently about their business models um, and and use cloud technology in interesting ways.
0: So two of the things you mentioned, reduction in costs for small business is very key, right? One of the things that small businesses run into is... They don't have the huge budgets that enterprises have. So they have to be lean on everything and then speed. The other thing is the reduction of cost, but also to be faster, doesn't really essentially equate to it because sometimes I need more infrastructure, right? I need more resources to do it. But if I can reduce my cost, my speed to actually get out there as quick as possible, but also to serve my customers you said sixty eight percent faster uh, for the e commerce sites, which is huge because now you can turn these around and your customers happy customers are what you're looking for, right? So you're already working with it, and they've they've already done that with you know delivering to them and actually getting you know uh, much quicker at it, but also reducing their costs at the same time.
1: Absolutely, and we keep hearing that as our use case examples is that initially SMBs will come to us and say, uh, you know. I mean, I need to save money, you know, I've got to keep my bottom line going. How can I do that? So they're working with their partners to look at things like a migration opportunity. But what they find is once they migrate, there's also all of the upside of being able to innovate so they can create customer experiences that they never knew that they could have done before just by virtue of having access to cloud technology. Because once you're on AWS, you have access to the over 200 services, specialist services, including, um, uh, uh, data and machine learning, including analytics, these are things that are very material and can very quickly create a completely new business model once you understand the use cases. So yes, we are talking about we're talking about agility, we're talking about speed to market, we're talking about saving money, and we're talking about doing it uh, by virtue of quite specific cloud technology and it's not something that customers were doing before um, with the same degree of pace and with the same degree of enthusiasm.
0: So SMBs that are looking to actually make that move, what are some of the key steps that they should immediately take for to realize that journey, that realize that this is possible?
1: Yeah, I've been so fortunate in being able to speak to what I, again, grassroots business leaders. I love these people. They are out there you know, in the trenches thinking about how to build these businesses from scratch. And it's so inspiring. And the first thing that I would say is you have to have a top-down message. So you really need... the the leadership team of the organisation to be on board and to understand the upside of moving to the cloud and all of these CEOs and CTOs that I've been speaking to in SMB over this course of the last two years, they've all got that kind of key pivotal person in the business who is really making sure that everybody understands the upside of the the move to the cloud, both from an expenses perspective, but also from a a business growth perspective. Um, And importantly, from a customer perspective as well, like these are smart people who are understanding the future of my business is not necessarily going to look like it did. It's going to look like what our customers and our consumers want for the future. So there's those really pivotal kind of top-down leadership support um, discussions that are being had as soon as, that, that that business is starting to think about the cloud journey. Then you have um, a culture of innovation. So fostering a culture of innovation, not only do you have to have the people at the top talking about it, you also have to bring in uh, a mindset across the organisation that change is good and that innovation is good. And that's a really hard thing for a lot of people who are entrenched in their jobs to embrace because, you know, they know how to do the job as it is now asking them to go on a journey to sort of change their mindset and and learn new skills is is challenging. So you must foster a culture of innovation Uh, and then KPIs. So again, anyone who's led a business understands that what gets measured gets done. So what you need is KPIs that are measurable as you implement that strategy for change. So you've got to say, keep ourselves accountable. We said that we get this done by X time. Where is it at now? What do we need to do? What are the blockers? How do we get through those to the next stage? Um, And then obviously your employees are pivotal to this. And when you're in a small business, even more so, because you're not necessarily going to have an army of tech executives or engineers to help you. So you have to help them by giving them the skills that they need uh, to be effective in that, whatever that transformation journey looks like. And then finally, Uh, For all SMBs, it is absolutely pivotal for them to find the right partners because as I I said to you before, and I will keep saying, SMBs don't necessarily have that army of people around them to support them. But there is an amazing, amazing um, organization and ecosystem of people uh, within our partner organization and within organizations like AWS who are there specifically to help our business customers as they go through this journey.
0: All right. You had five things and I wrote down all your five things and I want to go through a couple of those. One is, uh, and these are in no particular order, by the way, because I think they're all key and they go hand in hand. Like, you know, finding the right partner is not more important than the skills or vice versa. I think all five of them are key in order to have be successful in this journey. Uh, the partner's I think there's a huge AWS ecosystem of partners that genuinely want to help. They're not there to say, all right, we got you. We're out the door. And I think that's really key because in the last couple of years, AWS has doubled down on their partners and invested heavily into them because they're key to everything because happy customers, happy, and they want to make sure. One of the things I like about AWS is that they, the partner that they're working with, they want to know the customer experience. All the way through they want to know that they're being successful from start to finish that you're delivering whatever service you're delivering what is it for the customer not what for you as a partner of like you know uh, th- there's a huge benefit making sure this customers have that experience skills i think skills are really important because with smbs the same person who is writing the code or deploying it is probably the same person who's managing it. You don't have the ops versus the DevOps. So, you know, you have the guy or girl, multi-hats managing this entire environment. So you have to make sure you have the right skills to make this journey successful. And then the other one is that, you know, the culture and the top down, I think they go hand in hand so, so close because the, you know, your CEOs and your CTOs of a small business are the same people who are actually like, both hats, right? And if they are truly innovative and they're not saying, yeah, we're going to cloud, we're going to get that there. Well, what does that look like? I don't know. We just got to do it. That culture, that, that innovation for them to succeed for the cloud journey will come down to their, you know, their employees and they will be successful and key measurements. I, I think these are great top fives. I don't think I could add another one that would capture everything.
1: And it's almost like, as you know, at AWS, we love a uh, flywheel. Uh, and it is almost like a a virtuous flywheel, really. If you're investing in your people, they will invest in your, in you. And if you are transparent and clear with them about the journey. And I think again, to speak to that, the earlier point around some SMBs are already there. They're already building. Others are like, how do I do it? No, I don't even know what to do here. I've got X amount of dollars to spend on my IT. I've got a partner who I know and trust. Why would I change that? Right. And therefore that particular journey is going to look very different to the, the guys who are already building on the cloud and who are like, okay, I just want to think about how to use a different service. I just want to, uh, you know, innovate this part of my business. And that's a different conversation to how do I even begin? So that those, those five pillars, if you will, of, of how to think about moving to the cloud, I think are really pivotal and each one of them will help the other move along. And then before you know it, you're on a journey of, of uh, growth. Hopefully for your business, which is really all that we're trying to do, help businesses to grow.
0: Five pillars of their journey. I can see this is <laughs> going to be a white paper. out. yeah, we're uh, Anna's coining in that. Uh, she, I'm not sure. We'll, we'll write it together. It'll it'll be one of those. Uh, <laughs> it'll be like a well-architected review. Sure. It will continuously grow. Uh, you heard it here live, folks. Uh, no, it's not being released at Reinvent. Don't worry. This this recording's not going out until after Reinvent. But if something does come up during Reinvent. We said it here first no just kidding uh so anna let me jump on over to my next question i got for you and this is going in strictly within our conversation is based on your experience working with smbs what are their business and technology priorities today and what are some of those key challenges that they're realizing for these goals
1: yeah so look we've covered them a little bit in my previous answers but let's just let's double down on them just to be clear the first is cost management it is the number one thing that any any business owner will tell you so I was fortunate in a prior role to be the CEO of a bank. Uh, So I've run a P&L and and I I would challenge anyone that that, that, that the the fundamentals of running a business are the same, which are if you are going to manage the business, costs are the first thing you want to manage, especially in an environment where there are challenges from a macroeconomic perspective. And there's been a lot of uncertainty in the last six months or so. So the first thing businesses are asking is, is this something I can afford? So cost management becomes the first issue. Um, and what we see is that cloud absolutely without a doubt saves people money it just does um, and it makes sense over a, a from a moving your expenses from a capital expenditure to, a, to an op operating expense. Um, And it can be done over a course of time. And the ROI that we see is sometimes 234% of a return on investment if you are looking at uh, moving to the cloud. So the business fundamentals, the cost management, the cost savings make sense moving to the cloud. They just do. Um, And then you have growth. So the next thing your customer, (laughs) the next thing your business person will say is, okay, so it's not going to cost me too much money. Why would I do it? So fine but what's it going to do for me like well I'll save some money and the answer is that not only do you save money but you actually end up being in a position to grow your business and that is because As I said earlier, the the consumers of today, the customers of today expect a digital experience. So your ability on the cloud to build a, a, a website, to build a digital business model is just so much easier and so much more practical than if you were continuing to do things the way that you did traditionally in a legacy infrastructure environment. You just have you can buy SaaS software, you can Work on the cloud to and use different technologies at your fingertips. It, it's just such a, a so much of an easier um, conversation, and it allows customers really to grow. So again, that would be the second part of that. Then it's then as we were talking risk management. All businesses right now are going through pretty challenging environments in terms of what are the regulators expecting of them, uh, even things like doing reporting. All of this stuff is starting to be automated, whether we like it or not. You can no longer rely on doing a uh, Excel spreadsheet of your expenses every month and just send them off. That That's something that is still doable through the use of existing technology. But if you really want to improve for the future, there are ways that you can start to use cloud technology to change that. So risk management is really another thing that we're hearing from SMBs that they are enjoying about. About using cloud. Um, and then finally, something that, you know, maybe doesn't isn't intuitive. But if you want to attract talent, the talent of today, not I mean the tech, the, the existing tech talent are, are obviously tenured and experienced, but but the people uh, who are going to be working in your organizations of the future, they are used to using their phone. They want to use technology, they want to use technology to solve problems. They're used to using these technologies. So using cloud technology in your business makes sense for your teams. It makes sense for those people who want to be able to do jobs quickly. They want things automated. They don't want to have to spend an hour or two hours of their day, just simply typing in stuff manually when there's a very easy program or process that could replace that. So cloud technology enables that, which means people enjoy working in your business.
0: Talent and playing around with the latest technology. Now, you don't have to have the latest technology in order to attract the top talent, but you have to enable them and to you know kind of take it to the next level. So, cloud allows them to be innovative and to be speed. Uh, the Excel spreadsheet, the data entry, yeah. all those are 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 key into a some uh, a number of things because if you think about it, right your top talent wants to use the latest tools, wants to use the latest stuff. And this is cost-effective and efficient. Now, I think one of the things that most companies don't realize when they go to the cloud, they're like, cost is always a a, a huge thing. And they're like, I've heard horror stories that cost is going up with my cloud and I don't know what to do, but they don't realize that they're using less infrastructure and now they're able to innovate faster. So they're using more and able to speed up their business innovations as well. So they're going to use more, But they're going to be innovative and allow them to use something like an example, machine learning that is not available to small businesses or used not used to be is readily available to them. And they don't have to have the big systems and the services. Now they can do more and analyze all their data that's available using these tools that once weren't available to those small businesses.
1: Yeah. And, and we are seeing SMBs use those tools and we are seeing the, but what you would call like the industry leaders really leading by example, they are experimenting with that technology and doing really amazing things. Like I I love the example of, we had a, a funeral home, Naoka. In Australia, over over COVID, and they were serving a really important need in society, which is that people wanted to to have these events, notwithstanding the fact they couldn't go in person. They complete they spun up a completely new um, processes and and product so that they could service their customers digitally online. Now, had they not had access to AWS and amazing partners within AWS, they wouldn't have been able to do that, but they were thinking differently about how they could do their business. Now they've gone from that to then scaling their business to events management, thinking differently about the type of business they themselves can run because they're using the new technology um, to, to think differently about innovating. So we see, not only do we see businesses benefit from moving to the cloud because they're saving costs, we see them create completely new forms of business, which to me is super exciting. And it, it is genuinely an upside of going to the cloud.
0: The funeral home is a compelling case study because you just gave people what they needed, that what they're looking for, but they couldn't have, and they found an innovative way to do it. Yeah. And now that people were were back in person, you know, obviously we're here at AWS reInvent doing this awesome recording. So first of all, I got to thank you again for this. <laughs> but You've just gave people a peace of mind. Those who once couldn't attend a funeral home, regardless if it was during the pandemic or not, because of the distance that they would have to travel to view it, you gave them a way yep. to have that closure.
1: And, and it's just something that no one, you know, 20 years ago, someone would have gone, that'll, that will that'll never happen, that no. But the whole way that we think about attending events, think about... Uh, building events has completely changed. And what's happened is that over this period of COVID, people have accepted it. They understand how to do it. It's 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 like a massive engagement with a technology, which previously they hadn't. And, you know, the, the hybrid workforce is something that we're all going to be thinking about for the future. And it's definitely here to stay. I, I can't see uh, companies going back to only working in-house. There's always going to be a need for hybrid now. And the technology has been proven. And so now... Uh, and it's been embraced across the entire world. So now, you know, what comes next? Businesses start innovating using that technology, thinking differently about how to build their own businesses, thinking differently about the costs associated with having people working in-house versus being able to work remotely. It's a, it's a game changer. And small businesses are using it in the same way and I would say in more innovative ways uh, than very large enterprises because they have to to survive.
0: All right. I couldn't agree with you more. And and I'm going to switch gears a little bit. We've been talking about the talent and everything. So I want to talk about the digital skills gap. The digital skills gap is actually one of those key obstacles for SMBs. And we've been talking about talent and training and investing in in not only your employees and everything, but According to the new AWS APJ Alpha Beta Digital Skills Study, and this was done actually this year in 2022, what are some of the key digital skills trends in APJ?
1: Yeah, this is a big one, again, because we're speaking about how do we keep SMBs on the front foot and driving innovation in their own businesses. And the reason we need to go deeper on this is that we need to understand that there really is a gap. There is a skills gap in the market. So as much as people might want to get excited about experimenting, where are are you finding the teams and the people who have the experiences to to implement and architect that change? And in APJ, for instance, um, a couple of key findings, digital skills uh, we know have become far more urgently required by SMBs. 85% of SMB employers say that the demand for tech-focused skills and roles has increased due to the pandemic. We've already talked about why. Um, and then SMB workers themselves have reported 89% of them have said that they need more digital skills now to cope with what has ch- the the way in which their jobs have changed during the pandemic. So we know it's there. And we've heard from people, we need the the, the skills are, we need more people who, who have those skills. We've got less people who know how to do it. So um, it, within SMBs, we have Uh, the the ability to use cloud-based tools is the second most required skill in SMB um, and cybersecurity skills are third. And then the ability to think about how to migrate things to the cloud uh, is ninth. So that, you know, gives you an ecosystem of thinking about um, what type of skills SMBs are looking for for the future. Um, And what we see is that where SMBs do invest in providing digital skills, 84% of SMB employees say that when they train their their employees with digital skills, it improves talent retention. It improves employee productivity. So to the discussion we were having earlier, people who are engaged, if you're helping to invest in people for the future of what everybody knows, they're going to have to, to learn to be able to, to keep a job and be relevant to their organisation. If you invest in them, they will stay with you and it improves their, their sense of permanency as well in the organisation. Um, and then we also see faster achievement of digitization goals, increased revenue um, and faster innovation cycles. And, and we also see that workers in SMBs are experiencing benefits um, in terms of increased efficiency in pre- performing their work. So what we were talking about before if you have a cloud digital school, some of which allow you to learn how to automate, um, you know, you're no longer having to rely on uh, manual input of data into Excel spreadsheets. I use that as an example because it's one that we can all relate to. Those are things that cloud technology will help to change within an organization, which means people feel better about coming to work every day because their job is not simply putting in data or, Keeping admin, it it becomes more value added work for them and also for the organization.
0: I feel that if SMBs and you know even enter large enterprises, but SMBs in particular, like I like working for small companies because you usually have a lot more say and you can grow with them. Where in an enterprise, uh, there are times that you're lost between the numbers and everything. And with an SMB, if my company is investing in me, and it's a small company, they know me. I know the CEO. We talk. We have those conversations. If they're investing in me, I'm more likely investing in them. And I'm not talking hours where I'm like I'm looking at new processes. I'm looking at saving money. My job is fulfilling. I come in and I'm like listen. You know, my boss, he wants me to take this skills things. He wants me to improve this environment. I have full control over it. This is awesome. I have a say in it where you're really kind of your talent is sticking around. And one of the things, one of the things that I actually want to ask is, you know, with this digital skills gap, right, and this shortage, And you notice a lot. Obviously, we had the great resignation or great reimagining happening, and everybody was kind of leaving and jumping ship and everything. And they were going trying to tackle this, you know, skill shortage gap. Is not because we have a limited amount of people for it; is we don't have the training and stuff or being invested into it. How are SMBs tackling this?
1: Yeah, great question. And I think what we we see is that the first thing you want to do is just provide a platform for your employees to to upskill. And, you know, that can be done in various different ways. Like there are lots of ways you can find online training services. There are lots of ways that you can uh, investigate building a platform for education, uh, educating your employees on digital skills. So the first thing is that you need a platform and you need to be clear as a leader that that you want to help your, your team to build and grow their skills in that space. Um, and secondly, create that culture of learning, make sure that people understand that there is time aside in their day to do this, you know, it's not something that that they have to do on top of their day job. It's one of the classic challenges that I see leaders all the time they're like yeah invest in yourself grow but you know do that on top of your day job with
0: your extra time yeah. and. hours, right?
1: unrealistic. So you must also allow time for people to, to invest in themselves, to build and grow. And yes, that's time away from maybe productive work, but, but then long run, you're going to end up with a workforce who is more engaged, who feel like they've, they've learned more. And, and yeah, it, it it is important to acknowledge that, that time must be put aside to, to build and grow your own skill set. And that culture of learning is how you do that. Um, And then thirdly, really look at ways that you can work with industry partners. So obviously AWS has got lots of programs that we've built to make sure that we can help to train and certify our teams and our customers. And we have partners who are just absolutely amazing at that as well. Um, we've actually created um, uh, a program which I've spoken about in India called SMB Vidyalaya, um, which is, uh, again, targeted SMBs. It's a technology upskilling program to, to make sure that they're digitizing their opera, operations and offerings using AWS cloud. Um, it includes 50 tech education models specific to SMB and finds uh, helps them to find opportunities to drive business growth. So AWS is investing very intentionally around programs and certifications that will help our customers to skill their own teams. So that's one example, but there's going to be so many more in the future.
0: And I know as an ex-Amazonian, when I was there, it was required that I spend 20% of my time, regardless of how I had to manage my time, learning a new TFC, which is a technical field community, learning something new of my desire. Right? I think AWS instilling that into their employees and then it's trickling down because, you know, AWS, huge company, everybody's following their lead in a lot of things. So not only, you know, in our previous ones, we've talked about sustainability and how AWS does that, but also now in the skills and they've been doing this for years. This is not something new. They have been telling, you know what, we need you guys to, you know, invest in yourselves because you're ultimately going to be happy. You're going to be doing better. And I think that's trickled down to not only enterprises, but now SMBs where, investing in their employees are great because not only are they happy, they're learning new skills, they're learning new things, but now they're going to, we're going to retain them because they're not locked into that role. They're not locked into what they're doing and they enjoy coming to work daily because, Hey, listen, uh, an example, I was in cloud management tools and I ultimately became a podcaster now, you know, and doing this, but I did that. I started that journey at AWS because they allowed me to do it.
1: Yeah. And again, it's such a great organization for that, right? It is a, it, all those leadership principles come to the fore, right? You you have to own your own journey and that's fine. So we have a really strong leadership principle around ownership um, and learning and being curious is also part of our culture. So if you put those two things together, and then you start to build something that is you know meaningful for the people around you, you apply that regardless of what role you have, and you start to see results, and you drive results. It's Another one, deliver results. So um, okay, wait, <laughs> I I think we've quoted how many are it? <laughs> We're at three.
0: Why? Well, right, so let's say uh, customer obsession, frugality. You know, say, oh, well,
1: <laughs> I've been here three years. I feel like uh, I, I know it very well, but. Yeah, look for me. It's but it's real. Like that's actually what's happened in my job. That's exactly what I've done. I've seen. I've been customer obsessed with the SMB customer. I've realised just how massive that, that cohort of customers is and how how particular each one of their journeys are on the cloud. And I've thought to myself, how do I do something that is going to help each one of those customers to benefit and really grow their businesses on the cloud? So we'll talk a little bit about one of the, how I've done that with, with one of the programs that we're launching recently. But just to pivot back to your point. So what we've done is um, really think differently about as I said, the customer journey. So we've got a good example of um, an amazing business, Jim's Mowing. Um, And they are the largest franchisee in the Southern Hemisphere. And they have 4,600 franchisees and serve over 500,000 customers. And they are actually, they started as a mowing franchise and have branched out into a whole bunch of other stuff. But what they did was they rapidly expanded, which meant that they had, legacy infrastructure and processes like we were talking about that were really hard for them to manage um, they were growing rapidly and they needed to be thinking about what is the journey and they have this amazing uh ceo who was just sort of visionary in the way that he was thinking about the way that he wanted to build the business he had grand plans real true entrepreneur gonna conquer the world and indeed he did like he created the largest franchise of of mowing uh businesses in in the southeast asian region Um, But what he realized was one of the, the key issues that he was trying to tackle was customer complaints because he had a very manual way of dealing with it. Someone would call, there would be a complaint that would be filed somewhere and then something else happened. What he was able to do after he had moved his his infrastructure to the cloud was change the way that he saw customer complaints and he was able to implement technologies that meant that he saw a 99% reduction in customer complaints by automating his customer service platform. So, you know, and I have to say, he he worked with one of our amazing partners, Sivo, Uh, to help him to implement that as part of their journey. But what that was really was like this whole of business change um, in in ways that they were managing processes, Um, not just about an infrastructure change but a business change. So more of this kind of inspirational change that you're seeing as a result of the application of cloud technology. Just some really great, interesting, um, innovative thought processes around changing business models, which I'm constantly inspired by working at AWS.
0: And before I ask you my last question I've written down, I, I want to talk about Jim's uh, case study for a second. The customer complaints, right? If you think of a, the old mentality, oh man, customers are complaining to me, but the value of them of, you know, obviously leadership principle, number one, customer obsession In listening to your customers and improving on it because you're not building an application for yourself or software or a solution for yourself. You're building it because customers need something. There's a need and you're fulfilling that need. But if you don't tailor that need and change it, you have your vision. But if you develop your vision without some feedback from the customers, you're ultimately going to build something that's not being utilized. What is the value of listening to those customers? Not only for AWS, but even what Jim found out. I mean, you said he improved what 90, what was it? 99. 99% of listening to your customers turning around and improving. And now he's become the number one. I mean, that's, he did something that I don't think many businesses would say, let's improve our customer complaint system.
1: No, they wouldn't. and, and, I think what I've learned being at AWS for three years and and the adoption of technologies is that this new generation of consumers are mobile literate. And by that, I mean, when they are engaging with anything, whether they want to buy something, whether they want to use a service, whether they want to, uh, you know, go down the road in a cab, everything they do happens on their telephone happens online. So, their expectation now is, and and so much of that is driven by this sort of community, connected community culture that we are, that we see being built and it's being built in a digital context. So if you are thinking about building a business, then you, you are only going to be successful in a digital context if you give customers what they want, because now customers can review you online within a matter of seconds. All they have to do is press the number of stars that they want to give to you. And people use that. Those type of of reviews are the way that people are actually starting to buy. They're starting to be making informed decisions about their buying processes around that technology. So, you know, it sounds like a long step, but it's really not. All Jim has done is gone, okay, that can be applied to my business. I want to use that same very simple technology to understand my customers and do better so that I end up doing and giving them what they want. So not that different to an AWS methodology around customer obsession, but a really very simple way of applying what I think is is new business thinking around a consumer or a customer experience and it's completely changed the way that I think about business as well because as I said I'm from a banking industry which is perhaps more reactive than proactive and what I see is that customers who are being proactive about their customer experience are the ones that are being most successful.
0: Just touching on the stars, I'll give you a a true uh, customer case study. My daughter was about to order us food for lunch while we were doing it. And she looked at the reviews of the delivery service. And I'll keep names out of this here in Vegas for this one. And all the reviews or 50% of the reviews said, yeah, my half my order made or my order didn't make it at all. And we ended up walking to go get something to eat because based off the reviews.
1: Yeah. I mean, it is. That's it. That is a a very normal real world example of the way that people use digital technology. If you're building a platform, your customer experience and the way in which your customers engage with you is pivotal to you being successful. You can't just, and it's something, again, it's a, it's a new way of thinking about business. You you can immediately get feedback from a customer on whether or not they like what you're doing and you can change your methodology so that, that you build something that most customers want. Um, And that's a great way of thinking about building a business. And it's a great way to ensure your success and growth for the future.
0: Actually, I just thought of something. I need to have a review system for my podcast for people to go on and click the number of stars and tell me what they think. You know, I think one thing, I mean, people return back to it. I think that's a good thing, but I think I need... You know what? Hang tight, folks. This <laughs> might be on my website soon.
1: I want be very smart and, and enable it so that it can be done on your phone. Yes. That's I would yeah. say. <laughs> yes. Technology is the way of the future. Like that. that is what people will be doing and, and building and buying going forward. It's just such a an important way to think about business going forward.
0: Well, I'm here at AWS reInvent 2022 with Anna Green. And I got one more question for you. But speaking of your phone, is everything that I'm doing and posting socially is right from my phone. There's not much I'm doing from my laptop because one, I don't want to crack it and carry it around with me. And I want to record, post, and do as short as much as possible and get the information out.
1: Yeah. Well, you, you're way ahead of the game there, John. You're, you are in the right industry.
0: <laughs> All right. I'm doing the right job over that way. All right. And a last question I have for you before we wrap things up How's AWS helping SMBs to scale now that we're post pandemic? restrictions have eased up in certain areas.
1: Yeah. Thank you for asking this because, you know, my journey as leader of the business, I've had to think really intentionally about how can I really help? As I said, what is it that I can do to help businesses to grow on AWS? And the thing we hear most from our businesses is that they want to save costs, they want to do it in a risk-free environment and they want to have a trusted partner that they can do that with. So what I have done with my team in APJ is that we've built a, a program called AWS Lift. Um, we've rolled it out in Australia, Philippines and Singapore, but we're going to be grow, rolling it out across APJ. And what it does is it manages those three things that they keep asking us about. So we've, we've created um, a starter pack of credits so that, that that cost imperative is taken away and, and SMBs can start using AWS cloud and to, to experiment without there being a huge cost impost. Um, we've also created free training. Uh, we've also got expert guidance and we are, you know, uh, working on helping them to, to match with partners as part of that program so that their first experiment with using the cloud, which is what we keep hearing is that like, you know, we're nervous, Maybe it costs too much money. We don't want to change the systems and processes. We're scared of the risk. Um, we are trying to solve for that, so that,
0: that solve of uh, just getting started in the journey. Yeah. You're trying to, all right, yeah. let's take that away from you, that concern or worry, and yeah. let's let's help you with that.
1: Let us help you. Let us help you in a meaningful way, so that so that AWS is giving you credits, so that you can experiment. We help you with a partner who can also help you, and then you end up, you know, having a good experience with cloud and meaning that you will then start thinking about building and growing your business in that context. So that's the first thing we've done. Um, And I'm so proud of the team for building that. We've now got AWS Lift off the ground. It's for SMBs. um, And it's going to be part of um, a broader, or we already have a broader platform called the AWS Connected Community. Once again, that's about connecting SMBs with partners, with other customers, with use cases, with uh, thought leadership, with blog posts, with all the stuff that they need to start thinking intentionally about architecting their own journey to the cloud, regardless of where they are on that journey. Um, and then finally uh, we've also got uh, an, uh, an ask an expert um, uh, program, which is a free one-on-one consult consultation with experts um, on business or technical issues, uh, which again, will help our customers to, to uh, think differently about how they architect their journey on AWS. So really for me, trying to do something that is helpful for businesses, trying to, to think, again, customer obsessed, what is it that small businesses need to be able to help them on the journey to the cloud? And that is a program that gives them the freedom to experiment without having to spend a lot of money and to connect to partners that can also help them build and grow. So that's what I've done. That's what my team have done. We're very excited about it. It's the first time we've been able to have a program like this for SMBs. And it it also points to, you know, the, the real customer session that AWS has but the, the 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 imperative that I think we as a cloud community have to help more than just large enterprises to start building on the cloud
0: okay uh, so AWS lift and you said off the ground I think that was a sort of pun in into it but <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know like, yeah, we got AWS lift off the ground I was that was pretty good credits are key to any SMB because uh, right now, you know, starting out the traditional like free tier is great, but there are services that I don't want to use that are not part of the free tier and helping them get started with that journey and ease that mindset. Like, okay, we've got six months, let's put a solid plan in place or how long, you know, how long they will last. Uh, The expert is very helpful because it goes along with the credits. It goes along with the start of their journey. they, are afraid to get started because they don't have the skills or the talent for it so they don't know where to start having that guidance on where to start and the credits will ease some of that because they're going to guide them to the right path um community is huge because you know we all like community we all like networking with folks and being able to reach out here not only to aws but those who have experienced because you ever notice that uh when you when AWS releases a service, there are people who will use a service that AWS might not have thought of you how they designed it. So they're amazed. And they take those and they put them in the customer case studies and they talk about them. And they're like, This is amazing what you guys did. We need to show more people, and that's where the community comes into because they want to show this out and they want, and then that's why AW does like you know their architecture uh stuff. So they want to show how people have designed the stuff on their services that have not been thought of before. So they can show other customers the potential of cloud and how they can do it.
1: Yeah. And it is just, it's, it's a community that is building and I'm very pleased to say is growing every single day and we'll do even more so after reinvent. So yeah, for me, it's just a very cool business to be associated with. And as I said, my job is to make sure that we're helping all of those businesses out there to grow. And I'm very Excited to be able to be part of that journey.
0: Well, Anna, I'm going to wrap things up here. I really appreciate you joining me, not only at AWS reInvent, because I know you traveled a very long distance and you carved out some time for this podcast. So I really appreciate you joining me for the show.
1: Uh, I couldn't come here. I couldn't come here without speaking to you, John. What are you talking about? I'm so happy that finally we're doing it face to face. And it's my pleasure always. And thank you for making the time.
0: Oh, uh, thank you so much, everybody. Anna Green, head. Of SMB Asia Pacific and Japan, Amazon Web Services. Anna, thank you so much for joining me.
1: Thank you, John.
0: All right, folks. That's it. This is the John Meyer podcast. I'm your host, John Meyer. And guess what? In true podcasting style, we're out of here.